0: Hi guys, welcome back to no. VIP Pass. Hi guys, welcome back to VIP, Stop VIP Pass. Stop trying to do seven. it. No. Hi guys, welcome back to VIP Pass episodes. Hi guys, welcome back to VIP Pass episode seven.
1: Stop. Hey guys, do it. My best friend is an idiot. Hi guys, welcome back. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of VIP Pass.
0: Hi guys, welcome back to VIP, VIP Pass episode seven.
1: Brendan, you're not doing the intro. Hey guys, welcome back to VIP Pass episode seven. I swear to God, I'm gonna kill your whole. Th- Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of VIP Pass. I'm your host Jesse, joined as always by Brendan. How you doing?
0: Yeah, good stuff.
1: Right, you really gonna do that after I just did a bomb ass intro?
0: Yeah, Bob, it was. Maybe a bit of ass too. You know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> no, I don't. You're high.
0: Yeah, aren't we all? No, we do not promote being high. Shout out to being sober, guys. Or being high. You do you. We don't give a fuck. So this is a bit of a special episode. This is this Star Wars episode. Because in the last week or so, it's been Star Wars Celebration Week. We've had four new trailers released. and A lot of exciting news regarding the Star Wars universe.
1: Yeah, it's been pretty wild. Um, So if you guys don't...
0: I'm saying it down. If you guys don't like Star Wars, then... Get out! We apologize for this episode. You should go check out episodes 1 to 6 for some non-Star Wars related content.
1: Yeah, we haven't touched on
0: Star Wars before, so deal with it. We like it, okay? If you do want to listen to those episodes, you can find them on anchor.fm forward slash VIP pass. VIP dash pass. That's the one. Oh, jeez, it's been too long. I'm out of practice.
1: Uh, you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts. Um, Google Play, maybe, we don't know, Stitcher, tune in, Instagram at VIP underscore pass underscore, Facebook page VIP pass, just find us somewhere, I'm sure you'll be able to. Yeah, go do that, give us a like, a subscribe, a follow, a thumbs up. You do this every time, I think they know how the internet works by now. It's good if you do, because I'm still learning. So, let's jump right in. in. (laughs) There it is. So we're going to kick things off with the Star Wars Episode Nine trailer, probably the biggest bit of news we've had this week. Um, just in terms of like the most mainstream, I guess you know, Star Wars Cinematic Universe is kind of the, their big selling point. But before we like really dive in, we just talk about the title, "The Rise of Skywalker." Is this is this implying Razor Skywalker," or is it implying that it's going to be centralised around? Uh, Kylo Ren, because he's technically the only Skywalker that we know of. Or is, like, Leia going to oh, do that's shit? Oh, right, Leia's
0: daughter. Son. Jeez. Kylo Ren is Leia's <sighs> daughter, everyone. You heard it here first. That's the hot facts and the informed insight to all the news you didn't ask for right there.
1: Don't plug us with our own little shitty... Like, Someone has to thing. plug us. Yeah, we already did. We did that at the start. It's out of the way.
0: This was... Yeah this whole trailer the rise of skywalker was number 1 on trending for a little while it was also number 1 trending on movies on I mean, youtube
1: i'm not surprised it's one of the biggest reveals all year um horrible title <laughs> but
0: <laughs> horrible trailer oh, i'm going to i'm oh, going to oh, get out of this gate and say that this trailer didn't excite me at all yeah but you have like mental problems at this point see i was Really excited for seven. And it came out. And it was good. I was like, "Yeah, that was an enjoyable film." And eight came out, and I was like, "Ah, it was good, but it didn't like hit the Star Wars mark."
1: Yeah, it was Ryan Johnson. We've got fucking the same director coming back as Episode Seven.
0: Mm. So hopefully it'll be good. But I just don't feel attached to any of the characters in this new trilogy. Don't bring your emotional issues into this, like. Ray is kind of boring. <gasps> oh my God. Oh, Pose had, like, no screen time. The only one that's kind of interesting is, like, John Bodega's character. I don't even know his Finn. name. Finn. He's alright. And then Kylo. Kylo's probably the most interesting character in the new trilogy. Yeah, because he's actually got some depth he's to it. dynamic. He's the only... Ben Swallow. The only dynamic ben character Swallow. of this trilogy. No,
1: I think in terms of trailers, it's definitely done what it needs to do. Because like, it's bringing back to the original sort of stuff.
0: There also wasn't a lot of content revealed. The most, yeah, was, It's a teaser trailer, they never do. The, the most probably revealing was the, the, the Palpatine thing.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's exactly how he laughs. Yes, it's the creepiest laugh in cinematic history. What, what do you think that means, though, for the trilogy?
1: I don't know, because he definitely... Um, if you haven't seen Star Wars and you're worried about spoilers at this point that's not our problem he was thrown a very long way and should have died Probably is dead but um, starting off Darth Maul was cut in half <laughs> and came back in um, cartoons yes and Anakin and Skywalker comics. was
0: burned to bits and then came back cut in half as well it's a big Star Wars thing getting cut in half
1: Emperor Palpatine was electrocuted and shit and thrown over a ledge. But apparently, he might be coming back. He so I mean, back. it just goes to show that I guess the dark side of the Force is a pathway to abilities some may consider unnatural. It's unlimited power. <laughs> screech he does when he does his like thousand and eighty
0: degrees flip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It could, it could also be. I've seen some speculation that he could be like come back as a, a force ghost. Yeah, like but what,
1: what kind of like impact is he going to have as a ghost? Like, oh whoop do,
0: walk through him, <laughs> walk through. him. He could come try and tempt Ben Swallow once again to the dark side. He's already back at the dark side. That shows how much irritated from episode eight. That
1: see again. That's like your issue, not the movie's issue. I remember. Is Luke Skywalker dead now as well? Yes. He's probably dead. He, like, disintegrated like Obi Wan did. Ah, classic. Kind of just disappeared. And then. Leia's? Leia's alive. Leia's alive. She's good. In this movie, they've said that they're not CGIing her character. They have enough footage that they haven't used that they're going. They pretty much wrote the film around her character.
0: That's pretty cool. And then Han Solo is dead. Yeah, he was the first one to go. Snoke? Snoke is dead as well? Cut Cut in half.
1: Cut in half again. There you go. Classic. That's Um, like, yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like that's probably why Palpatine is back, because it was like, oh, we have this big mysterious villain, Snoke, and then they killed him off like it was nothing. So they don't
0: really have an overarching villain anymore. Who's running the new empire, whatever it's called, New Order? Kylo Ren. He's running it. Is Captain FaZe Plasma still alive or dead? Um, they had like a fight. She here and Finn
1: and he like knocked her down into something, so I don't really
0: know at this point. At this point it's just me catching up on who's dead and who's alive before this film.
1: Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Just helping him out. He it, needs It's it. coming out in December. So this Yeah, it's coming thing. out in two
0: hundred and forty eight days. Hot damn, that's like eight months away. Whoa. <laughs> Some quick math. And then so, they've been doing, like, a yearly release cycle for Star Wars movies. They do one of the big trilogy every two years, and then in the intersections they have the, the spin-off movies.
1: Yeah, it was main series, spin-off, main series, spin-off, main series. So, I'm interested to see what they'll do after this, if they'll kind of hang up the Star Wars movie
0: hat, which, please, Lord, I hope they do. Yeah, they are, I feel as though they could have not made these three films, and everyone would have been happy. They could have done it as a series. If this was a series... I might be more interested. Like a TV series. Yeah. If yeah. this trilogy was a TV series, I think they could have fleshed the characters out a lot more and you could have had an interesting story. But then there comes in the issue of money and like, would it have made as much money and been a bigger hit if it was a TV series? Yeah. No. I'm going to straight up say no. It would not. I... Like, that's the appeal. the The
1: investment into a Star Wars movie is a few hours. Mm. The investment into a Star Wars TV show is a lot, a lot more hours.
0: This one also features the return was Lando in number eight. I can't remember. No,
1: Lando hasn't been in it since mm. the original trilogy. This, or f- he was in Solo, but
0: yeah, this has the return of Lando,
1: which is pretty cool, but kind of sad because he, 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 the Millennium Falcon, was his ship. Mm. Uh, Han Solo took it from him, and now Han Solo is him. dead, so he's back. We
0: won it from him. Hustled it from him. It's the smuggler game. It's all about that smuggler life. I actually really like Solo, what it did for the, the franchise. I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was cool. Like, it doesn't necessarily feel Super Star wars
1: other than the Millennium Falcon and the... That's Chewbacca for like non-fans out there. It's pretty close. Yeah, like the non-fans are going to know his name. Mm.
0: That's the big hairy Brown thing, also known as a Wookiee. Not to
1: be confused with Brendan, the other big hairy brown thing. (laughs) And that's brown hair, not brown skin, just to clarify. I think my favourite part of the trailer, it's a really quick shot, but they're like on some sort of island or something, and in the distance, like in the clouds, you can kind of see this big broken hunk of metal, and it looks like a piece
0: of the Death Star. Well, they had the new Death Star as well, didn't they?
1: Yeah, but there wasn't like a Death Star. It was Her Death Planet? Yeah. So, like, I want to... Like, why are they going back to one of the old Death Stars? Like, I'm interested to see where they're going to take it.
0: Jesus. So, I was reaching for the mouse. Um, And this the
1: lightsaber. Ray has... Luke's uh, lightsaber. Luke's old lightsaber. Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah. But it was definitely torn in half in the last movie. I can't remember that for the life of me. Big fight scene in Kylo's ship, they're both pulling on the lightsaber and it breaks and they get blown back and
0: Was that after they fought the crab people? Yeah. After they say fought, crab
1: people, but it's people in red suits. After they fought all those dudes, it was just them and he was like, Come with me, and she was like, No, come with me and then they fought over the lightsaber and it broke. But that was the back. best part of the movie. That was great. <laughs> they should've just made the rest of it like that. But now that, it, now that the lightsaber's back, is that just J.J. Abrams being like, screw you, Ryan Johnson, it's back? Or does she fix it? Or is it like a different one I that just was, looks like it? I feel
0: as though I'd have... It's such an iconic lightsaber. Yeah, like, it's been in every movie. It is the most iconic lightsaber of the Star Wars franchise. I don't want to say it's the most iconic. I'd say it's the it's most... It's like the first one that's ever shown.
1: Yeah, but the most iconic lightsaber—I
0: don't think it's the... What would, you, what would you say is the most iconic lightsaber? Darth Maul, the dual, the dual blade—that's
1: the iconic one because no one else has that.
0: True. What about Count Dooku with his curvy blade?
1: Nah, no, see, that's a like subtle thing.
0: Mace so Windu with the purple blade—that's
1: also iconic,
0: but it's more iconic
1: because of Samuel
0: L. Jackson. Mm. What a what a badass! Shout out to Samuel L. Jackson. Why he doesn't need that? He does. He's a great guy. He has enough fame without us shouting him out.
1: We don't have any fame. Not
0: yet. <laughs> Best, well, sorry, worst part of the trailer for me was the, the TIE Fighter thing. Oh, you're just a fucking hater. I just. Like, I feel as though there are cooler things you could show off that would actually make sense rather than. Why is this TIE fighter flying so low to the ground? It's a teaser trailer. It's meant to make you think and ask questions. Why is it not shooting at her? They could have easily, like, shot her once and dead.
1: Because maybe it's someone she knows in there in their training. Such a
0: dumb way of training.
1: I mean, it's pretty good. Like, you're either going to learn how to jump over a ship or you die. did not see C-3PO had a red hand? Yeah, he did have a red arm. But I think that they'll probably get him a gold one again. Because, yeah. Judged on pictures from the
0: trailer. Yeah, because currently he's currently scrolling through pictures of the trailer, like a scene by scene breakdown. His two gold hands. I thought he had red hands.
1: Yeah, they'll probably redo it.
0: Because he was worried because people
1: weren't recognizing him mm. because of his red arm, so now he'll be recognized. So, the, end of the trailer,
0: yeah. At... Is that what you're talking about? The, there's a picture of, like, you can't giant refer to the pictures when no one. This is an audio it's format. An ocean of Tree. By the looks of it, they're going to visit Endor again. That's where, what Jesse was talking about before, with the destroyed Death Star. Endor or one of the
1: moons of Endor? Hmm?
0: Forest moon of Endor. Yeah. Still Endor. And there's some emotional scenes by the looks of it, Also the medal. Is that a throwback to the Return of the Jedi medals at the end of the film? What are the medals of there being? Exactly. exactly. Good point. So,
1: yeah, um... I, wanna, I don't know how it's going to go. My only thing is, the, because they've structured the movie around Leia, what are they going to be doing
0: with, like, everything else? Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, hopefully it closes out the trilogy. It'll probably end with the good guys beating the bad guys once again.
1: Well, I mean, that's the thing, Star Wars, like... And George Lucas always talked about it. Like, it rhymes. Like, it's like poetry. It always reflects... Mm. itself so that's why all the trilogies have sort of common themes.
0: Yes that said end of the prequel trilogy was quite horrific and did not a win for the good guys.
1: Yeah but that's because it had to set up for Another the rest.
0: Mm. I think that worked really well.
1: Yeah I mean as much as the prequels get memed and stuff and I love prequel memes.
0: Prequel memes are good quality content right there. Shout out to prequel
1: memes. <laughs> um, But yeah like as much as that's memed They're good movies, like, I mean, you take away the, like, I don't like sand, (laughs) it's coarse, and it gets everywhere,
0: and it's pretty good, you know? Especially number three. I think number three really shined in the prequel trilogy.
1: It's emotional. You don't realize how emotional that final battle is.
0: Yeah, going back and watching that.
1: Mentor versus student, father versus son. Brother versus brother.
0: <laughs> Going back and watching that film again is like it's a bit of a tough watch. It's such an emotional roller coaster of the Anakin Obi Wan saga.
1: You are my brother, Anakin.
0: I loved you. <laughs> I hate you. He just became like a little old granny at the end of the film. Anakin Skywalker shriveled up by the heat. The granny man. He was on fire. That's a burns victim, not a grandma. <laughs> Grandmas can be a burns victim too, thank you very much. It's all about equality.
1: Yeah, we're all we're all for equality. You heard it here first. Brendan Hill supports grannies being ver- burn victims. If you want to burn a granny, Brendan's got your back. Within reason. <laughs> Within reason of burning an elderly woman.
0: Yes. Of none course. of the none of the hate crimes don't support hate crimes. Nah. We're not haters, except you are a hater. On the whole trailer. Look, I just... I have to wait and see. Once it's all out, I'll I'll rewatch the whole trilogy again. I'll see how it goes. And hopefully I can have a more an incited look into it.
1: Brendan, you don't enjoy Star Wars by destroying what you hate. You enjoy Star Wars by saving what you love.
0: Could have easily ended a whole lot of problems right there. At Rose. Yeah, if we destroyed her... Nothing against the actor, everything against the writers.
1: No, she acted great. She was a great, like, mm. character. It was believable. It was just awkward script. Oh, terrible. Terrible. Thanks, Ryan. Mm. Um, you're getting a bit heated, so let's
0: move on. Let's move on to the next trailer. Do you want to say that without slurring? Mm. Let's move on to the next trailer, something I am actually excited for. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Star Wars Jedi colon Fallen Order. (laughs) Yeah, so this is the newest installment in the Star Wars games canon. Looks interesting. I think it's set between 3 and 4.
1: It's like right sort of at Order 66 a bit after that. And so it follows a guy, I forget his name, Cal or something.
0: I think it was Cal. Yes, Cal. Cal. A Padawan survivor hiding in plain sight. And it's... Yeah, so it's after the Clone Wars. So, he kind of, like, refits Clone War-era ships. And then he becomes an Imperial target. I wonder why.
1: Probably because they find out he's gotten the force. What?
0: His midi-chlorians must be so high. Ooh. So... By the, by the sounds of it, a lot of the trailer was just story. So, there was no gameplay shown. It was a story trailer. Yeah. Looked interesting. It's such... That's one of my favorite areas of Star Wars is the gap in between three and four.
1: Yeah, there's so much that happened there.
0: It is. So, just after majority of the Jedis had been killed and just before the Empire starts to rise and into its true powerful form... Um. There's a whole lot of stories that go on. That was when Star Wars Rebel, the cartoon T V show was set. It was set before four. Mm. And that was brilliant show.
1: Weird animation style, but let's not
0: get into that right now. Yeah, and so this one is kinda of set in that same era. And so the emphasis on gameplay is apparently gonna be action melee. So
1: I mean, as you would when you've got a lightsaber. You can't really be, like, a tactical or stealthy thing. It's kind of like, I'm just going to murder everything.
0: I guess that kind of fits in with how Star Wars The Force Unleashed, the last game to be set in this series, in this, like, era of time. kind of did that perfectly.
1: Yeah. So, the game's, like, EA, but it's being made by Respawn, Mm -hmm. which, fingers crossed, will be good because Respawn does
0: some good shit and EA tends to let Respawn do their own thing. Yeah, so... Respawn most recently known for Apex Legends, one of the biggest games in the world at the moment. Or Uh, was. They did Titanfall as well. Titanfall 1 and 2. So,
1: really sort of doing some pretty decent things. So, I hope they do this well because EA is going to give them a fair bit of freedom. And it's one of the first Star Wars games for a while where it's a single player story driven Mm -hmm. game. There's no multiplayer and there's no microtransactions and there never will be. What, EA? What are you doing, buddy? Crazy.
0: It's like they've realized that people don't like that. Well, I, I, there was also a bit of backlash, I think, from one of the... There was a Star Wars developer. The one... Star Wars 1313 got canceled. It was like the same kind of thing Yeah. Is this. I can't remember who canceled it. But then EA also canceled another Star Wars game. So, there's been a couple of Star Wars games that have been canceled. But this one... Judging by the fact that we've got a trailer like for it and they're pushing it so heavily, I think we actually might see another single player Star Wars game. It's yeah. been a while. They've come too far. It's been years. I was keen. There's like some trailers and stuff for other ones.
1: Mm. Um like where you're like not a Jedi, you're like a bounty hunter or some shit. Yes. And they look good. And it's a shame that they're never gonna sort of see the
0: light of day, but mm. Yeah. That's why I personally think Star Wars shines is in the extended universe. Outside of the movies, I think that's where you get the best Star Wars content. Well, that's the thing. The
1: movies are the Skywalker saga. Mm. It centralizes around sort of that one family. So, everything else shows you just more of the world. So, I think that's probably why you enjoy it so much. Like, it's everything else.
0: Yeah. You see all the different worlds, see all the different races, characters, stories. There's like some greedy parts of Star Wars that isn't emphasized. Oh. Isn't so heavily emphasized usually in Star Wars. Yeah, other than like the gangs and
1: mobs that like abduct and murder people and take slaves and stuff, you know? The other fun than stuff. That.
0: <laughs> yeah. The fun stuff. So, also by the looks of it, the, the trailer, there was his companion, as so commonly seen in Star Wars, is a little robot. Yeah. They can't not.
1: Everyone loves little robots and stuff.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, by the looks of it, different type of robot from what we've seen before. It's kind of got like a a droid head, but it's weird little chicken legs. Yeah,
1: it's kind of like a little bipedal, sort of two-legged runaround thing.
0: I'm sure it won't do like that much,
1: but it'll just be kind of cute.
0: Maybe the comedic relief that we need in a serious action game.
1: Yeah, it could be. Another thing I liked is we got a bit of a sneak peek at, um like, some new villains mm. that we haven't seen. So, there was a couple of them. It looks like it's going to be a female villain for the main antagonist, which is cool. Yeah. Um, she feels a bit Kylo Renny with, like, how she's dressed and she's got the red lightsaber. Um, So, I wonder what her, like, character reveal is going to be, if it's going to be, like, a big thing or someone he knows or
0: if it will just be... Like another villain? Ah, she's an inquisitor. So I was gonna say, just looking at the characters, I'm yeah, here unsure what we're talking about. Go Google the trailer or look up some concept art for it. But the villain for this game is an inquisitor, only most recently seen in Star Wars Rebels. That's when they were kind of introduced as like a big villainous characters in the series. So they're kind of like Jedi hunters. They're like Sith hunters and they're like an advanced like class of trooper they're just pretty pre- what they're just pretty cool mm-hmm. like it's well the Sith only have Master and Apprentice
1: loosely a Master and
0: Apprentice there's yeah.
1: usually a secret someone somewhere
0: yeah whereas the Inquisitors are kind of like the Jedi Knights but for the Sith instead so like they've got lightsabers and they kind of just some of them have force powers, I think. Not so heavily trained. They're more so like in the fighting and they're supported by infantry troopers. Yeah. So, yeah. That looks cool. I'd be very interested. I'm very interested to see how this one turns out.
1: Yeah, I hope it's good. Because even the character um, design for the protagonist is based off an actor. Mm. Um, his name escapes me for the life of me. He's been in Shameless. He was in um what is it the batman tv show
0: i've never seen this actor before i'm not familiar with cameron Monaghan.
1: yeah um cameron Monaghan. yeah so he was in a couple things like he was the weird joker dude in gotham
0: oh uh, that guy yeah
1: so i don't know how i feel about it him being the character because it just sometimes like when you see his face it like you go oh that's that guy but I still think he's cool.
0: Yeah. I've not a... Not... Huh? Yeah, I'm not too familiar with the actor myself. But from what I could see from the trailer, he does it well. He's kind of that scrappy young hero, the little rogue character that Star Wars knows how to do so well.
1: Yeah, like, his lightsaber doesn't look
0: clean. Like, it looks like it's kind of broken and messy. Kind of look like a tree yeah. on the end of it all, like, Kind of like, oh, I, no, I suppose it's more like a rip cloth. It looks like it was a double one that has broken in half. Yeah.
1: Star Wars lightsabers are the,
0: the coolest things.
1: Just the diversity, yeah. Like, in the design. So, so many different ones.
0: It's like Harry Potter ones, but for sci fi.
1: But like, Harry Potter ones, there's a point where a mm. wooden stick
0: looks the same as the next wooden stick. Yeah. There was um really good episode of. Star Wars and the Star Wars of Clone Wars T V show where they showed like the younglings making their lightsabers and they like, got all the bits and pieces and they customise it. So cool. Such a such a great show. Which actually brings us to our next trailer that was released. And that was the Star Wars of Clone Wars season seven trailer.
1: Yeah. This one like I don't really care about that much because I don't watch the show. But I'm sure people that watch the show is going to, like, really hype them up because there's a lot of drama with it, like, being cancelled and back on and off and all that.
0: Like me. I followed this show from the very start, like, 2011, I think, season one was.
1: I think that's why I'm not,
0: in, like, excited about it because, like,
1: it's kind of a more kids thing. Hmm. So, the fact that I didn't start watching it when I was
0: younger, like, I don't really want to now. Yeah. The first couple of seasons, season one and two, very folk sick kids. And then season three was very politics heavy. It was a bit of a boring season. Had it had it's up and down. But then after that's when it really picked up. Season four and five, the the story focus and the the like it got more mature and it was so good, especially season five. Season five is probably like the best series of the Clone Wars.
1: I mean agree it with its audience. They knew that people that started watching it in two thousand eleven by the time the next seasons were coming out, were getting older. So, they adapted to their fan base, which is really good. Yeah, and then... But the animation, I don't know what it is about it. It just makes it feel very childish to me. Love it. And I, I love think its animation. I think it's just because, like, I associate it with the early stuff because that's when it became a thing. Yeah. It was for kids. So, I look at it and I go, oh, like, that's for kids.
0: Yeah. And then, so, season five... Um, it's not really it's been so long for it to be a spoiler. But at the end of season five, the main one of the main characters is Sokotano, who is Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. Only Padawan that he's had. So that was an interesting dynamic shown throughout the whole show. She leaves at the end of season five after some false accusations from the Jedi Council. And then it kinda season five was kinda like the finale for the show. There was another season after it called The Lost Episode Season 6, that was like half a season length and it was really dodgy quality episodes, just some weird spin-off stories. So, Season 7, which is coming out sometime end of this year, maybe next year, this is kind of the true follow-on to Season 5. So, I'm very excited for this.
1: Yeah, I mean, to me it kind of feels like they could have ended it and just left it there and it would have been fine, but like, they seem to have enough content to keep making it which is pretty cool and they got the fan base so like
0: you yeah. may as well there's well there was originally you could watch the unfinished episode like the animation storyboards online for season seven and that's kind of all of those are now actually being made into full voiced episodes properly animated which is really cool to see so there's some interesting concepts like probably the biggest one is the bad batch so it's a bunch of clones that don't look like the rest and are really diverse a bunch of rogues Really cool. I'm interested to see what that would be like. They had a short teaser clip that they released online of them, so that was a really cool clip. Yeah, see if they can
1: bring it back because that's like a cool concept. Like that, obviously the process when they were making all the clones and stuff wasn't perfect. So
0: yeah, that kind of only touched on once before, and I think season season four or five, there was, I think ninety nine was his name. He was like a janitor for the clone training facility. And he was like one of the bad batch. Because he was like called the form. Kind of look like Igor. Igor the clone. I just want to clarify what Igor is, because that's a really obscure
1: thing to reference.
0: Like Igor the hunchback. Everyone knows who
1: Igor is. I do, but I guarantee you're going to just say Igor, especially with the weird accent you say it, in,
0: and people are going to not know what it is. Kind of like the hunchback of Notre Dame, then. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notorious Dame. Okay, you can you can stop with that now. The Star Wars: Clone Wars TV show is also coming to Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, I feel like a lot of stuff's gonna go to Disney Plus, and I don't know how I feel about it because I don't want to pay for another service. Like,
0: yeah, DC's doing their own streaming service. Disney's doing their own streaming service See, now.
1: I can live without the DC thing, but like, cause like this. Yeah, I don't really watch like cartoons, which I feel like is their main thing they're going to put on there is like their animated series but this like disney plus has got like they're doing like a loki show possibly they're doing vision and scarlet witch they're doing winter soldier and falcon so like they're taking characters from the marvel like cinematic universe and putting them into the tv show format i just want to see how that goes to see if they like ruin
0: it or not yeah it'd be interesting to see this, I suppose it's kind of the age we live in, but I I just kind of wish there was one. Why why can't they all work together to make one really good universal streaming service? I think people would be happy to pay more if they knew they were getting all the all their content in one spot.
1: Nah, it's too easy because then not everyone gets the same money.
0: It's ridiculous. Another show that will be coming to Disney Plus and the final reveal of the Star Wars Celebration Week is The Mandalorian. Probably the most interesting and the most exciting trailer released out of the four.
1: Uh, Just a disclaimer, the trailer wasn't released. Someone leaked it. Um, It's not even, I guess, probably like the official trailer that they're going to put out, but
0: we watched it. We watched the leak. (laughs) Don't sue us, Disney. We're sorry. Shout out to Disney. We didn't post it. Yeah, but... So, this was shown to a large audience of people, a large, large panel at the Star Wars Celebrations. I, I don't know where it was. I want to say San Diego.
1: San Diego.
0: San Diego. That's where, that's where all the exciting panels and conferences are. Are you only
1: saying that because of San Diego Comic-Con? Yes. <laughs> that's a bad assumption.
0: That's where That's all the nerds go to get their information. Shout out yeah. to nerds. We love you. But, we are you.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, the Mandalorian looks like sick like this is the coolest concept that they've taken i think to flesh out into like a high budget tv show
0: it's so so different from all of the Wars content content we received before this
1: yeah they're, they're taking a big focus off jedi hmm. and putting it on just the universe itself yeah and like the planets new planets different like species and stuff And, like, I guess the Mandalorian characters so like, Boba Fett, Django Fett-type bounty hunters and that armor and stuff.
0: Yeah. So, in in the animated shows, both Clone Wars and Rebels, they've delved into a bit more of the Mandalorian lore. So, we've met plenty of Mandalorian characters in that show, and they're really cool. So, the Mandalorian characters traditionally were, like, noble heroes from the planet Mandalore, but this show is focusing on more so, like, the bounty hunters, like, Jango Fett and Boba Fett, kind of that, like, Coruscant underworld characters, which are really cool.
1: Yeah, it's cool to be touching on, like, the sort of crime underbelly of the Star Wars world and, like, showing how there's, like, actual full-on, like, crime syndicates and stuff
0: yeah. going on. there's plenty of crime syndicates in the Star Wars universe that are kind of briefly mentioned, kind of shown sometimes, but not fully used to their best potential. So. Yeah, like,
1: they go, like, oh, the hot crime family, and then it's just big slug people doing slug weird things. shit. But, like, to be able to delve into it and, I guess, see the ins and outs of it, like, it's a lot of cool genres, I guess, of TV and movie mm. mashing together into one
0: cool-looking thing. Mm. Yeah. The aesthetic of the show feels very Rogue One from the trailer, from what I could see cuz Rogue One kind of had like a band of rogue characters in kind of like a deserty environment that everyone loves Star Wars desert. So I good. mean, yeah, cuz
1: Rogue One's the only other mainstream Star Wars thing that isn't Jedi central.
0: Mm. Really? Yeah. So it's it's cool to see them branching into this. This is The Mandalorian is also a live action TV show which has never been done before for Star Wars. Yeah.
1: So, I want to I see how they go, because it looks like they've got a pretty big budget for it, which, being Star Wars, you don't want to half-ass it, so...
0: Yeah, no, it definitely looks like quality content. It definitely looks like they've done it properly. They've put their time and energy into it. We've got some of the big Star Wars heavy hitters working on the show. You have got, like, John Favreau and Dave Filoni, who've worked on, like, the cartoons before as well. And then, also, an interesting announcement for directors, Taika Waititi is also working on the show.
1: Ah, classic Tarker, known for such recent films as Thor Ragnarok. Mm, He was... Banger.
0: He also, like, the obscure films, like, What We Do in the Shadows, and then he's done a couple of other, like, weird New Zealand, like, comedy films. He's a weird
1: guy, he's hilarious, and he's really good at what he does. He's super talented. So,
0: I'd be interested to see a lot of the trailers made the show look very dark and gritty. Yeah,
1: and I think that's... ...what they're going to go with it.
0: But there could also be some elements of Taika humor thrown
1: in there. Uh, With him on, like, the main production team... Mm. ...there's no way there's not going to be a couple moments of, like, his style coming out.
0: Yeah, there'll probably be some, like, dynamics between this rogue gallery of bounty hunters... ...like, messing about, having a bit of fun. It's also... ...this is set after episode 6. So, after Return of the Jedi... And just before Episode 7. So,
1: so another pretty big time gap that mm. they're spanning One between movies. that hasn't movies. been
0: touched on before either as well.
1: Well, yeah, because it's a pretty recent era yeah. that they've, like, I guess,
0: canonized. Mm. So, it shows the fall of the Empire, but also the rise of the New Order. So, we'll hopefully get to see a bit of the power dynamics in play as yeah. that Cause, comes I mean, about. They're pretty
1: they're pretty much pretty similar things, the Empire and the New Order, so...
0: Yeah. It might also be a bit every man for himself, so I feel as though the Bounty Hunter theme will fit really well into that. Oh, we're going to get murdered by the fanboys. Murdered by the fanboys? How so?
1: It's the First
0: Order. What do we say, the New Order? Yeah, is it not the First Order? Uh, I think we need to do a bit of research. Pretty sure it's the First Order. See, that's, that's where I kind of have a problem with the, the sequel trilogy, is it's all kind of a bit forgettable. Don't kill me now, fanboys, for saying that. Shout out to... Yes, the First Order. Oh, shout out to the First Order, then. No, they're, like, fascist. Oh, well, what can you do? Society? So, yeah, every time in this podcast we said New Order, we meant the First Order. Yeah, no, we said First Order. Ooh, you just heard it wrong. Can we just go over the top and cut, like... Uh, like a, a soundbite of us saying first order and then just replace new order with it yeah it'll be like so and then what i really like about the first order is that <laughs> that'd be amazing i'm not doing that that's too much editing too much editing this also from what they were talking about in the trailer there's also like a sizzle reel is they're going to exploring a lot of familiar places but also some different planets some different alien races that haven't been seen before in, on screen.
1: Yeah, I guess like new designs of locations, species, ships, weapons,
0: like all that sort of stuff. Ah, it's just exciting to think about. I'm very how do these? I'd say I'm most excited for Clone Wars because massive Clone Wars fan. But then the Mandalorian right. is definitely like the curveball. That's ah, it's gonna be so good.
1: Yeah, I think the Mandalorian's gonna. God, I hope it does. Like stand out as. Something good, something new. Mm. And something sustainable that they can hopefully get at least a few seasons out of. Yeah. Without they- like sort of sacrificing story. It would be interesting to see.
0: What will it be interesting to see? Don't burp. Pardon me. It'll be interesting to see with this show if Disney Plus how they do it is those hour long episodes like all the other streaming services do, like ten episodes each an hour long or if they go from more traditional tv like 40 minute episodes maybe like 13 14
1: i feel like they're not going to do like anything super set in stone like it's probably going to be one of those shows that one episode could be like 50 minutes and the next one could be 75 like cuz it's kind of once you get into that streaming side of things you've got so many options
0: also just scrolling through all the announcements and that it made about the show said there's gonna be more old style in it, so hopefully that means like more of the, the practical effects that the first three films did so well. Rather. I think
1: all the Star Wars movies have focused on practical effects. Um don't give me a look like a The I'm prequel an idiot. trilogy. The prequel trilogy did use practical effects. I also use a lot of special effects. Because as well. they then had access to it. But George Lucas, like has always been one to, to use the practical effects, and every Star Wars movie has done so to the best of their ability to try and stay true to the source
0: content. It was also said that this is inspired by like old West movies and samurai movies, so it'll be interesting to see, especially with the Mandalorian being such a gunslinger instead of like the Jedi with a lightsaber, how it gets out that Western feel that every man to himself kind of throw down vibe that'd be really cool i mean yeah it's pretty it's a lot easier to do that mm. when you've got
1: like characters that just use guns yeah um but yeah i think all in all it's been a pretty good week if, if you're a star wars fan yeah. if you're not you probably Thank you for don't care. do this if you're at this point and you don't like star
0: wars i'm sure by now you either love it or think we're weird yes shout out to all the non-star wars fans out there we appreciate you Shout out to Brendan's friends that are
1: doing shots every time we give a shout out. Hell yeah. And just one more shout out, just because I want them to do another shot. Shot, 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 shuts. That was too many. I'm editing that out. Just, it'll be gone completely. So I think that just about wraps up mm-hmm. this week's episode of the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed.
0: And if you're not already, you can follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at VIP underscore pass underscore. We're also on Facebook at VIP Pass. The best place to find us is at anchor.fm forward slash VIP dash pass. You can also find us on every other listening platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. If you have any thoughts or feedback about the show, you can DM us on Instagram. We also have an email address set up at both the Instagram page and the Facebook page. Let us know what you think. Drop us a like, subscribe, a follow, all that good stuff. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.